Alright, hey everybody, what's going on? So, I was kicking back a little earlier. Yes, this is a Rev DDT broadcast. I was kicking back a little earlier, like I am right now, and I was listening to some music, and um, I was listening to this song right here. Yeah, a guy's singing about can't keep his feet from dancing, and he's laughing, and it's really funny. And I was checking it out. It's one of those Rev DDT broadcasts. I don't know. I don't know who that guy is, but some bald dude messing in a room playing a guitar. <laughs> kind of funny. Weird. Yeah, I found his uh, webpage on YouTube. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, maybe you guys might like it, but I was thinking about this guy that was uh, writing this song, this uh, Rev DDT guy. And um, I was thinking about this song and how, uh, how it came about. So, you know, this recording here was a remake of the original song. The original song was done a year before. In 2016, he had some, uh, maybe it was a little earlier than that. Oh, yeah, it was way earlier than that. We'll go back to 2010, I think. I think it was. I'd have to look at the original, but he, uh, he got bit by a black widow on his left hand. Now, he's a right-handed guitar player, right, like most people are in this world. And So his left hand is the one that's on the fretboard, and you can't play the guitar when your hand's swollen and been bit by a spider and it hurts like crazy and Black Widow almost took me out man if I hadn't gone to the doctor it would have um thank god I went to the doctor um so I was recovering from that spider bite right and I was two days out of the hospital and what had happened was that spider bit me and I messed my hand up really bad it swelled up I had freaking an infection in my hand really bad infection staph infection and they had to do some crazy crazy stuff and you know, to get my hand back to normal, and uh, they did. Some freaky stuff with it, man. Um, I had, had uh, another uh, infection on my left hand where I cut myself with a piece of rusty metal on my finger. Just a little nicked it, and it did the same thing. I ended up in the hospital, and I woke up with uh, tubes sticking out of my fingers because it had uh, got staph infection so bad it had to, you know, it had to freaking... Um, it had to heal that way. It had to heal by the air. My, my uh, When I get cuts... I have to uh, pull the scab off after a few days and let it heal with the air hit it to heal it because it won't heal that. And it won't heal any other way. So I got a lot of scars on my body from different nicks and things like that and stuff. But um, so I'm, you know, thinking about this song right here. This song actually was a miracle song. I had been playing around with it before I went to the hospital. Um, after I got out of the hospital, it was two days after I got out of the hospital, I was sitting here in my room and I was looking at my hand and I was looking at my guitar. And I was thinking, man, I, I, should, I really want to play this song, right? I really wanted to, but I had a cast on my hand. I had, my hand was all bound up. It wasn't quite a, a, a plaster Paris cast or whatever you want to call that stuff, plaster cast, but it was a cast nonetheless. I had it wrapped up and it had a casting over it. And I had to let, you know, it, was, it, was, it had to heal because it, it was pretty messed up. It got pretty messed up. And so, I mean, it swelled up so big. It hurt so bad, man. I screamed. It happened in the middle of that. I was like, ow! Killed the spider. So I knew it was a black widow because I killed it. And, um, yeah, I got in my bed, man. Got my hand, man. I killed it, though. This guy back here on this uh, Rev DT video is back here laughing his brains out while he's playing the guitar. It's kind of funny watching him. <laughs> he's on some Rev DDT broadcast site or something. I don't know, on YouTube. I just found it. But um, anyway, so this guy, man, he, he gets his hand bit. He comes home, and he's sitting here. One of his friends comes over at about 2 in the afternoon, and he'd been sitting here from about 10 o'clock till 2. He just got out of the hospital, so he's sitting there. And his friend shows up, and his friend's name's Eric, and Eric is a really cool dude, and he's all, he's bummed out, man, just beyond recognition. 
I mean, just some bad stuff was going on, man. It was like chaos in his life. He comes in and he sits down on my floor, right next to my door that goes out into the other part of the house, right? And he goes, dude, I, I just need to hear some... And he kept saying that as he was walking through the door. And he comes over and he sits down. He just kind of flops down on the ground. Now, Eric's cool because he's a tattoo artist and he's giving me some tattoos. As a matter of fact, if you ever seen a tattoo that's on my chest of the lion, he did that one. And he did this one on the inside of my right arm of Jesus, the cross, and the world, and um, what he paid for our sins. And it's right there on my forearm. Yes, I'm a man of God. No, I, I, I'm not really a man of God. I love Jesus. Don't call me a man of God, please. Don't do that. I just, I just thought it would sound cool, you know, to say it like that. You mean like that guy, the, 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 the TV announcer in the morning? What was that guy, the cartoon guy, man? Yes, he's going to do it now, and he's going to do it. Yes, he is going. Oh, he just did it. <laughs> So I sit there thinking about this song, Can't Keep My Feet For Dancing is what it is, you know, and it's like this guy, and, and this guy, and my buddy Eric, he comes in, and he goes, he goes, dude, man, he goes, you just play me, just play for me some music, can you? And I'm like, I'm wrapped up, my hand's totally wrapped up, right? I mean, he looks at my hand, and he goes, oh, crap, but can't you play for me, please? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I have, I've been sitting here for the last half hour contemplating that very question. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah, I'm sitting here. My guitar is right in front of me. I put it right in front of me, in front of me, and I just sat there for a half hour staring at it, contemplating whether I could play the guitar or not. And I didn't know if I could because my hand was fucked up. I mean, it was swollen. It was huge. So I picked up the guitar, and I started winging along, winging along, and I was kind of playing. And then all of a sudden, right before our eyes, he goes, the rap, okay, the wrapping falls off first, right? The rapping comes off, so I'm like, okay, fine. He looks at my hand, and he goes, holy crap. I went, yeah, that's what I said, too, when I looked at, woke up this morning. <laughs> I looked at it and went, holy crap. It was huge. I mean, this thing was like freaking swollen, big, giant. Okay, so this is not a lie. This happened right before our very eyes. So I picked my guitar up. I said, let's try it. Let's see. And I started playing. And I started playing that song. I can't keep my feet from dancing. I said, I was dinking around with this right for a few days ago, right? He goes, yeah. And I go, let's see if I can pull it off. And... While I was playing the song, right before our very eyes, my hand, it was so swollen I could barely even grab the guitar, it shrunk. I was actually able to play the song while it was swollen, which I have no idea how that worked, because I was all over those strings and I shouldn't have been able to play it, but I could. It just came out. It just happened. And it was like this session. It was more It was more than, more than of a session. It was definitely a spiritual thing, because... The Spirit of God dropped down on both of us, just kind of came down on both of us. While this was going on, my hand is shrinking, right? Right before my very eyes. First, it changed from really bright purple and red, because it was fucked up, man. I mean, that spider bit me, it went wham! And I mean, it went big, too. It was like the size of my foot, and then engulfed, right? You know? It was just engorged. It was huge. It was fat. It was like everything... Everything you didn't want it to be, and you like look at it, and you go, "Oh God!" You turn away from it, you know. Oh, good God! That's horrible. Get it out of my face, please. I don't want to ever see that again. Oh my God! You know that kind of a look, you know. And I mean, it was like, "Whoa, dude!" I mean, seriously, it was that bad. And fuck, man. So, <laughs> we're sitting here. His spirit drops on us. I mean, like it was like a hammer hitting us. Boom! We both felt it. We both went, "Whoa!" Caught this wave, kind of shifted us both. And he's just sitting on the floor, and, we're, and I'm playing that song, and I'm singing it, 
and I'm laughing my brains out. I can't even help it. I'm laughing so hard. I got snot coming out of my nose. I'm laughing so damn hard. I got tears running. But I have no idea how I kept the rhythm and the tempo of that song and sang it and kept playing at the same time while I was laughing so hard. I was laughing so hard. I was kicking my feet on the ground, laughing so hard. So was he. And he goes, right at the end of the song, right when I got done, he goes, I really love it when God shows up and it feels like wine. I go, yeah. Because that's exactly what it felt like. It was like a douse in the Holy Spirit, something we both needed. We both were carrying so much. He never told me what he was carrying because when we were done, it was gone. He couldn't even remember it. He goes, I don't even know why I came on. I just wanted to see you so bad. <laughs> he goes, and I really wanted you to play a song for me. And golly gee, if God didn't show up and hit us hard. I was like, yeah. I, we sat here for 20 minutes laughing after that song. But the song is called I Can't Keep My Feet From Dancing. And what happened was when I first wrote that song and started playing it right before I went to the hospital, I was in that state where Eric was when I got out of the hospital and he brought me back into that state with a friend and it was really cool and we got to both enjoy that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just need a little laughter in your life to heal from things. And um, so I washed my hands shrink and I went back on to songwriting and I just kept playing. You know, it didn't hurt and I wasn't taking any medication for the pain anyway because I don't, I don't do that. I can't take medication for pain. So if you know me and I sit, tell you I take medication for pain, that's not me. Okay, that's somebody else. There's somebody else trying to be me. Or or there's another me out here that does that. I don't know. Well, no, that other me's in it. All my other me's are in their places. So everybody's in their place. I saw that already. So that's all good. Yeah, so it's not me. So it's definitely not me. No, because I don't take pain medications except for Tylenol. And that's it. And I only use that for my arthritis crap that I deal with that hurts in my knees sometimes or my back or whatever. Or, you know. Um, but that's it. Just Tylenol. Tylenol 500, actually. If you get 600s, I'll take those, too. I like those. Actually, 600s are good. They're, they're actually better for me. I take high doses of aspirin because I, or stuff like that. I'll take a high dose of it and take quite a bit of them, too, And um, because I can handle that. My, I know my system. I've been in my body for 59 years. I better know my system. You better know yours. If you're even in your 30s, you better know your system. Actually, you should know it from earlier on than that. But, you know, I'm just talking out of my head now. Because <laughs> I'm the talking head now in the room with Daniel. And his name is Rev. Dadadadidu, isn't it? No, that's not his name. It's Rev. DDT. So what happened was I, we witnessed a miracle happen right before our very eyes. And um, we were laughing so hard because we were caught up in the spirit of joy. It was like totally unwasted everything was unwasted it was like it was like being in a space where where you know you're supposed to be at and it's good and it's fun and you have a partner there with you to enjoy it and that was cool as heck and um you know i've had like times with that with many people and um i've seen many healings that way over the years uh, lots of miracles um every time i took my guitar somewhere for a few years there and would play um people would get healed those people would get healed and you can ask all those people if you knew them <laughs> i know them all but you may not i can't give you names i just gave you my friend name eric's name because you know eric's my was my tattooist and he's a good tattooist and if you ever see him and you hear that story from him he'll say yeah that was cool because <laughs> it really was but um many other mostly my friends so too you know because my friends you know my friends we're all getting older and we get sick and you know like you know i one day walked outside my back porch out here under the carport right walked out the back door didn't have a light on I had the inside light on but not the outside light on and I walked out there and I was walking down that and I've walked down that steps a million times man I've been living here 
in this house off and on over the years at different times. And I was born and raised pretty much, not ra- born in this house, but raised here, you know, as a, as a teenager, a uh, young man, young, young boy and a teenager. Uh, we moved up here when I was 11 or maybe a little earlier than that. Maybe I was 10. But um, we moved in here, man, and boom, we off it went. Well, anyway, I've walked in them steps a bunch of times, right? In and out, in and out that door. I've never tripped ever, not once. And then one night I did, and I weighed uh, 200 and something pounds when I did that, and that freaking hurt me bad. I mean, it rearranged my rib cage big time. Actually, I can breathe better, but I have a, I have to deal with my collarbone now pinches into my, <laughs> into my chest bone, and it pinches my freaking shoulder, uh, a nerve that runs over from across the collarbone underneath over there and runs into your shoulder. It pinches that and gets stuck, and I have to pull it out with a, I have a pipe that has this <laughs> rubber tip on the end of it, and I put that, or not a rubber tip, but it's a rubber footing. I put that on my freaking pipe, and I lean over. It's about four foot, uh, it's about three foot five and inches that pipe is. So I lean over on that, and I have to push push that into my chest, right underneath my collarbone right there, and pull that un- out from underneath there. And let it, it snaps, too, when it goes out, when it's stuck. But if it's stuck, it's pinched so damn bad, I can't hardly even move my arm. I can't lift my arm up to grab anything over my head. Or anything. So once I do that, it snaps out. But when it snaps out, it hurts. Like, oh my God, does it hurt? I mean, it hurts clear into my back. I can feel it. It's like, funk. Oh my God. I mean, there's been times where I've been laying there on the ground going, oh, holding my chest, going, what the? And it's not in my chest. It's actually right under my collarbone. But my collarbone's clear up here by my freaking throat now because it changed my rib cage. I had a concave, my rib cage was concave on the left side, it was caved in, and it flattened it. And I can breathe better now. But man, boy, talk about suffering sometimes. And, um, but I've seen miracles happen over and over and over again over the years with just working on something. I was working on something one time. Uh, it was my ankle. It was my left ankle. My left ankle used to be worse than my right. And my left ankle was bad. I mean, bad. Oh, it would twist. You would just look at it and it would twist. And twist it, you know. And I'd be like, oh, fucked up. So anyway, um, over the years, just kept praying. But here's what I learned about ankles and knees. For some reason, walking it off has always been the answer. I don't know why, but it's always been just walk through it or walk it off or just keep walking. Don't stop. Um, there's been times where I've gotten a word in the spirit where I've got down and I've, I speak in tongues a lot. Different, There's so many different dialects. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, I speak, I pray in tongues, I sing in tongues. I, I do all kinds of things in tongues because, you know, you're doing it by your spirit. Uh, you do things with your intellect, that's great, and that's everything. It's not everything maybe everything to you, but it's not everything that there is. And you're uh, missing out on the arsenal that you have with you in the spirit by speaking in tongues and by praying and by singing in tongues to God. And what you do is you're just offering praises. You're just doing praises. And, and your praises are, it's always thankfulness. It's always a praise of thankfulness. It's always happy. It's always, yeah, really good. But there's also power tongues too. And um, I've gotten words to speak over my joints when I heard them. And I've spoke those words over them and watched and then walked out on it and watched it heal right, right, just a miracle, bam. I don't know how many miracles I've had on my body happen over and over and over again. After I mean, I've injured the same spot over and over and over again, and still miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. Some of them are healing miracles. That healings, healings take a time. They take time. They take a little bit of time to happen. But a miracle happens right away. It's like spontaneous. Boom. You do something, bam. Okay, so the thing that I got was the word was that would be a word of wisdom from God. Okay, it falls in the category of word of wisdom. I spoke that, speak that word over my joints, and 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 at times when my joints, like when I'm, I was up on the Glacier Mountain. Okay, let me give you for an instance. I was in Montana one time here a few years back. I used to travel quite a bit and used to travel and play music with uh, different bands, different worship bands, and stuff like that. We get into really deep worship. We'd get into really good worship, really long, long time sessions of worship where we'd be praising God for long times, and blessings would take place, and they would always take place. And it was really wonderful. 
I was going through this 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 period of time when I was traveling around doing that. And so um, here I am in Montana. I'm in Montana. I decided to go see some friends that are up in Kalispell. So I go up to Kalispell, man. We go, and when I get there, they're at the foot of the glacier, Mount one of the glaciers. They're waiting for me. So my friend, friend's uh, uh, father-in-law drives me out there in a truck, drops me off. I hike up a little bit, and there they are. All right, all right, cool, man. So we go up and we hike up. So I first get to Kalispell after I've been driving from Idaho. <laughs> you know, I've been driving for hours, man. And uh, actually, I drove from... Uh, I drove into Missoula, stayed there overnight, and then went to Kalispell the next day. And so it was, I was driving from, Cal, from Missoula. That's quite a drive, you know, around Arrowhead Lake and all that and up in there. And uh, so I get up there, and we go to the glacier. We get out. I go, we walk up there, right? We walk up on top of the mountain. So we walk up on this glacier, and we're just going up there just to take a look over the valley. That's all we're doing, right? But we go up there. It was cool as hell. Uh, and I walked up there. I'll tell you what it looked like, too, when I got to the top, because this is cool. So we walked up through the snow, walked up and around. We got up to the top. I was wearing hiking boots already anyway, because, you know, I, that's what I just like wearing hiking boots, so I wear them, you know. And, um, so anyway, I was like, uh, and I and, and, uh, get to the top, and I stepped in a freaking hole with my left foot. And I'm like, oh, crap, this sucks. This can't be happening. Now, this time, my right foot was fine. I didn't have any problem with my right ankle this time. I, this is my left one. Now, I had problems with both of them off and on over the years, always. Twisted one real bad or twisted the other one real bad and had to go, recover from these. And so I've had different types of healings, different kinds of miracles, different kinds of recoveries. But these two, I've had lots of miracles on. And so anyway, this miracle. So here it is, word of wisdom. So I'm sitting there, and I step out of the hole, and I go, oh, no. So I squatted down. My friend saw me, too. Randy just stopped me, turned around. He goes, dude, he goes, you okay? And I go, yeah, I'll be all right. Uh, give me a second, okay? He goes, yeah, no worries. And he stepped off into the snow, was playing with the snow, making snowballs, and he's throwing it at everybody else that was with us. So there was like four other people with us. And so I'm standing there. I squat down. I, I retie my shoe and tie it tighter. I tie it, I tie it even up higher. It's a hiking boot, and I tie it even up a little bit higher, and I freaking tighten it down, right? I'm sitting there, and God says, say this over it. Put your hands around it and say, shudrick. Oh, my God, I just said it right. That's a trip. I haven't said it in years, <laughs> a few years. Wow, that was cool. Well, that's the word. That's the one. That's the one he gave me. Shudder, like that. And you got to say it really sharp and really pungent. And then get up and start start taking walk and then start taking steps. Just get up and walk. And that's what he told me to do. So I did. So I shudder, got up and started walking. And when I did, and I just saw this was crazy when I said that when I said get up and walk, it was eighteen eighteen on my on my calendar on my uh, timer here. <laughs> eighteen eighteen Matthew eighteen eighteen. That's kind of cool one. Keys of the kingdom. So, anyways, check it out. So I shredder. And I do that, and I get up, I walk, take three steps, and it's perfectly fine. It never hurt again, not for like uh, two years. And then I twisted it again, carrying something, and I did the same thing, walked out of that one too. And that was done two years later. I was carrying some stuff into a place where I was living at, a double-wide trailer, and I was on the porch. I was carrying stuff off of the truck bed onto the porch and into the house, right? And I was carrying some stuff. When I stepped off the truck bed, I stepped off backwards. I was carrying something, and I turned around at the same time, and I freaking twisted it right there. And I knew that it was going to happen if I did it, did it, did it. But I figured I could, cal- I calculated it right, but I didn't. And I turned around, I stepped off that truck bed wrong, and bam, twisted it. I set the stuff down right there, did the same thing. Tied my shoe down, used that word, got up, took two steps, and it was perfectly fine. And it never bothered me again. And as a matter of fact, that was the last time I fucked it up. And that was like years and years ago. Now, today, I, I, I wrap it up just because I don't want to screw it up again. I wrap it up. I still wear, I wear high tops again because uh, I screwed up my right ankle. But I've been wrapping it up just to keep it nice and tight because I'm getting older. You know, and our joints get a little bit loose when we get older. But I've watched miracles and miracles after happen. Now, here's the thing that's interesting about my chest. 
it's completely different. It doesn't even feel like my chest at all. It feels like somebody else's chest. And I freaked out for the first the first couple of nights. Like I was laying there feeling it with my hands. I was going, oh my God. Now, being overweight wasn't a good thing. And right after that is when I started losing weight. But it wasn't because of the fall. It was because of my heart. Because I needed to lose the weight because my heart was just like, it was it was stressed out. It was stressed. I mean, I had such high blood pressure. It was crazy. You know, one, 165 over 192, right? Okay, and that was like that for two years. So, boom. But instantly, when I lost all that weight and stuff, I noticed some different changes with my body. And I noticed things like, okay, so you got fat skin hanging off your body. Uh, you lift weight. Now, walking is a good is a good exercise, but that doesn't remove the fat off the fat skin off your body. You know, and um, you just got to keep working at it. There's uh, stretching exercises you could do that help. Um, there's probably other stuff, too, that... But um, what I, I never worry about that. Women, you probably do. I'm not talking to men. I'm probably talking to women right now. Because when I looked at my analytics on this broadcast, this podcast I've been doing, I have been. And that's a good thing, though. Um, you guys, you ladies, you guys know how to take care of your bodies, man, better than us guys. So you guys know how to get rid of stretch marks and stuff like that. And if anybody's got any ideas, like, shoot them over to me. Because I got a bunch on my stomach and some on my arm. Because when I got fat, really big and fat, I was, I'm only five foot six. I got five, five, see, five foot six and three quarters. So I'm almost five foot seven, but five foot six with no shoes on, something like that. I'm not very big. I'm not very big. I'm a little guy. You know, I'm just a little guy. And so when I got really big and fat, I got really big. I ballooned out. You know, so you got stretch marks and stuff to deal with. But here's the thing, though. You can lose the weight. You can do it. I, if I could do it, you could do it. My brain was so screwed up when I started this whole thing way back. Uh, you know, fitness and all that stuff that I was doing in school. I was screwed up in school. I was screwed up even worse as a young man. I was screwed up even worse as a middle-aged man. I was screwed up when I started doing this as a middle-aged man, losing this weight that I had needed to get off my body because it was so freaking, it was killing me. It was killing me off, man. I was so screwed up in the head. And if I could do it from a screwed up point of view from where I was at, as screwed up as I was, you could do it too. You can do it too. You can do exactly what I did if you want to do it. Okay, I cut all my freaking starches out of my foods. I didn't even eat bread. I didn't eat bread. I didn't eat potatoes. I didn't eat pastas. None of that stuff. I ate a high-protein diet, and I stuck with it, too. And it was hard because I was going through changes. Like, I had woke up. I had awakening through all this process, and I had to stop eating meat for a while. Um, I could go back and forth because my palate flips constantly. So, But um, now it's like I can... It's hard. It's really hard, man. When it flips... I mean, it flips out. It's like it, I can't eat any meat. It grosses me out. I'll be starting to just eat cheek, cheek piece of chicken or something. I love fried chicken, right? Yeah, fried chicken is good stuff, man. Yeah, right, yeah. And I need to be on a high-protein diet because of the HIV. So I'm like, oh, I got to deal with this, man. So, you know, you can't live on freaking peanuts, man. You can't live on nuts. You can't live on that freaking grain stuff, man. You can't live on that. You got to have, like, some seriously, you got to have some, some good protein. And so I'm like, oh, eggs are cool. You know, but then all of a sudden you can't eat eggs anymore because your palate flipped. You can't eat hamburger because your palate flipped. No, I don't like hamburger anyway. I just, that just grosses me out still. So just talking about it grosses me out. I can smell it. It's why. Right now I can smell hamburger, and I don't like the way it smells unless it's cooked over an open fire, please. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. You know, all this stuff, man, that we, 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 we freaking do, you know, to lose weight and stuff, sometimes it just takes the most simple things, an alteration in your diet and your thinking. you got to change the way, we got to change the way we approach food completely. 
how come I go and how come I like eat breads and starches and stuff like that? Because I'm raised in America. That's not why. That's not why. That's not a good enough reason. It's not even the way. It's not even that. It's like this. 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 Uh, it's almost like you got something out of whack, man, inside. It's like just makes you go towards that kind of stuff, you know. I need comfort food every minute of the day, or I can't live. And that's not how it should be. You should be eating a well balanced diet, but then we got to go to an extreme diet just to freaking drop some weight. But I'll tell you something though, high protein. So it takes took me four days. You're gonna have you're gonna hit the wall when you change and you just start doing high protein. You just drop everything and you just start doing it. What happens is you'll hit a wall. About four days, you'll be like, for four days, you'll be tired. Some people call it a sickness. It's not a sickness. Don't do that to yourself. Don't even be taking that crap in. Don't even think about that. Don't even use that word anymore, by the way. That's just a horrible word to be using. So is the word ill and some of these other ones. But I'm not going to say any more. I've said enough. So, you know, you guys got the idea, the general idea of these words. Okay, these words, man, they can really have a lot of power over us, man. And... Some of them are, 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 are freaking, we, we get them in our cat, you know, in our vocabulary and it's just stuck there and we keep using them over and over again. We're not realizing what we're saying over ourselves. You know, we declare, hey, listen, man, declaring things over yourself is very important and it's, and it's also biblical too. Declaring things over other people. When we go to pray, what do we do? We come to agreements with something that we want to see changed. And then we see that thing changed and we go, wow. And sometimes we see it happen right before our very eyes and we say, whoa. Sometimes we can analyze it to the point where it's like a goiter or something disappearing, which I've seen those go, go away too before under prayer. Yeah, just walked up and laid hands on this person's shoulder and said, hey, we're going to make this thing disappear. And I said, okay. And boom, it disappears. Yeah, it works like that, exactly like that. It works all by faith. Everything works by faith. Everything does. Faith is 100% of everything. And if you don't have faith, then you got to get it. And sometimes you just got to get in God's light and just worship God. Just worship Him for just being God. Just thank you, Father, for creating me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for everything. Thank you for planning out my life for me. Thank you for every hair that you've numbered that's on my head. And I'm looking at my bald head on a video going... <laughs> that Rev DDT guy over there, he's got a bald head, man. What's up with that? Did he lose his hair? It doesn't look like it. looks like he just cut it off. Yeah, that's what he did, all right. He just got, one day I said, boom, cut it off. Got up and took it all off. Yeah, and well, now it's all scraggly and silver. I mean, come on. Give me a break, man. I don't need all that crap on my head. <laughs> no, I like it like this, man. I shave my head every day and check this out. Every single day it feels like there's a gray shadow over my head and within my head, too. And I shave it. And it, it goes away. The gray, go, the gray goes away. It just goes away. There's no gray shadow. The cloud lifts and it's bright. I'm not kidding you. It's literally bright to where my eyes are actually, you know, picking up on it. I'm like, oh, wow, man, everything's all brighter every time. It's like that every time, too. Every single time. And I shave it every day, so I shave it every day. I use my electric razor on it, and it works really well. And I like that. And it gets it off enough to where I can get that brightness going and... Get a lot of better ideas, man. So you wake up in a funk. How do you get rid of your funk in the morning? Okay, so I was going to say, man, there was something I was saying, talking about in the last broadcast or one of the last two broadcasts that I didn't clear up. That was a car that my brother gave me. <laughs> so if you listen to the broadcast, and here is the car. So he walks in and gives me this car. He says, oh, you're Superman. Here here you go. Pick one of these. And he showed me this, these three Superman cars, and, um, and I picked one of them. And it's a little Superman car because I am Superman. That's right. I can fly. And so can you. We can all fly. So, this Rev D-Dot and Doodot guy, who the hell is this guy? I don't know, man. 
some dude's got some videos on YouTube or something. I don't know. I don't know, says something about having a podcast or, well, I don't even know what the hell he calls it. Some video broadcasting crazy nut. This is Rev DDT. Don't touch your dial. We'll be right back. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> Rev DDT. Universal Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. <laughs> I like that one. So, can't keep my feet from dancing. So some miracle happened. My hand completely healed right after that song was over. It was completely healed. 100%. By the time Eric left here, he goes, my God, it doesn't even look like you got bit by a spider. I could, mo- I could move it. I had bees buzzing in my hand. There was no more bees buzzing in my hand. I had no problems with it at all other than these two bite marks I had in this little red swelling that I had on my thumb. It was right right on my thumb, where it bit, right on the end of my thumb by my hand, on my hand where it bit me. Man, that freaking thing bit me hard. You don't want to get bit by a red, or no, excuse me, by a black widow, by a red widow. <laughs> you don't want to get bit by no red widow either, I don't think, yeah. Don't want to get bit by a black widow spider because it hurts like crazy, but God is God of miracles and God is real, and I pray to God, and he heals people, he heals me a lot, and um, and I'm talking like super, super miracles too, man. I mean, I've had a lot of miracles happen. Now, the crash I had out here happened is I missed the bottom step when I walked out. I miscalculated and I overstepped and ended up kind of falling. I was carrying something. I went down. Bam, boy, it changed everything. But I got to tell you something, though. Sometimes miracles happen in the strangest ways because it actually is a miracle. Not a miracle that I lived through that or anything like that, which that was a miracle in itself. But the miracle, I slammed down on the concrete so hard. I mean, there was nothing, nothing. The brace man just hit the ground. Wham! You know, and the tray I was carrying hit me in the face and freaking head and gave me a knot and everything else. And I'm like, oh... You know, but I got up, I was like, I shook it off, kept going. Yeah, two weeks before that, I fell on the green belt on the path. That was the last time I walked on the path, by the way. Uh, it was two weeks before that. I tripped over a freaking route, man, and I was had my camera, and it was on around my neck, and I hit the ground, and it hit my camera, hit the ground, and it, and it got it messed my camera up. And But within two steps, I was fine when I got up because I prayed over myself. I laid my hand on my head, and I just started praying in tongues, and I just started praying within two steps. By the time I got to six steps, I was sitting down on a bench, and I sat down, and I assessed myself, and I was fine. So I went about the camera. I was like, what am I going to do when my camera's broke? And God says, lay your hand on it. So I did. And he goes, speaking in tongues over it. So I did. And I'm sitting there with my hand over my camera. I'm speaking in tongues. I'm sitting on a bench. People are walking by, looking at me all weird. I'm like, I'm sitting there, you know. And then he goes, I look at it. And I look down, and there was nothing wrong with it. I mean, it had, it was weird because I pushed the button, and it wouldn't open up. It fucked it up, but I pushed the button, and it opened up. There was no sand on it. It was completely gone. There was sand on it. Uh, it was nicked up in a couple of places. Even that was fixed. I thought maybe I had broken the inner, inner, you know, the inner, the inner innards in it somewhere where it wouldn't open up because it was kind of, it was jammed up pretty bad. No, man, it's totally fine. I still got the camera. The camera works great. I take pictures of it all the time, man. Yeah, nothing. It was a miracle, man. The total miracle. I was like, I just I sat there flabbergasted, going, "My God, what has happened here?" So look, man, God can heal things. Now, I have some testimony, and when we're done. 
So I got a friend of mine that's working out at Micron and out at Micron. They have machines out there. Those machines sometimes stop. So what somebody will do is they'll put their hand down on a piece of paper and they'll draw a hand turkey, right? And they'll go over there. But while they're doing it, they're speaking in tongues. And they'll go over it and laying hands on it and speaking in tongues. And they'll, and they'll tape it to the machine. And the machine will start working again. And this testimony is true. I have a friend. He worked out there uh, for a lot of years. I'm not going to go into all that because uh, it's top secret work and all that stuff. But, yeah, I can tell you the story uh, about those guys doing that on machines because I saw it for myself when I was working out there with a construction company one time a long time ago. <laughs> the one I worked for. Out of Micron, yeah. It's out of Micron, Micron Technologies. And so, yeah, the machines break down. They do turkey hand. They're speaking tongues over it. And they tape it to the machine, and the machine starts working again. And they witness miracle after 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 miracle. Just like I have. What else do you need to know to believe? Do you need to know this? Jesus loves you. Jesus saves. And Jesus is... Just that prayer away, man. If you really need somebody to talk to, get a hold of me. I'll talk to you. Don't commit suicide if you're thinking about it because life is much better, much more grand. Uh, with you happy, 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 joy, joy, joy in your heart. And uh, this is Rev DT. <laughs> Leave me, baby, this time I'm gone. Woo! Rev DDT, Universal Broadcasting Live Across the Universe. This is Rev DDT.